Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, this is Louise Crook, your Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio, and I want to welcome you to a brand new start of the year, 2011. So exciting to be here with you and to um, have the first show where I'll be hosting the show today and sharing some really amazing uh, um, information that will help you to um, make this a, a really great year. So I just want to introduce myself to you first, and then we'll dive into this beautiful topic today. So um, again, I'm your host, Louise Crooks, on uh, the Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio. I'm a small business coach and speaker, radio show host, of course, and Facebook and online marketing strategist. Um, I'm all about getting the word out about what's possible in your business, um, doing it in an authentic way creating a profit, and helping the world at large through your actions. I believe in spiritual alignment with all that you do. In living this way, we create the lives we truly desire. Um, I love social media as a way to help, um, help you build your business, which is one of the reasons why Keys to Clarity Radio was born at the beginning of 2008. I see that as a social media um, strategy. Um, so um, KC Radio is also here to support you to success through spiritual, personal, and business growth through the expertise of the most amazing guests, and you'll see those in the archives. Uh, feel free to browse the archives, and you'll find recordings of shows with guests the likes of Marsha Weeder, Ali Brown, Michael Port, Greg Moores, Mary Allen, Michael Lozier, just to name a few. And to be sure to get updates from me about upcoming shows, just enter your email address in the box on the show profile. So if you just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash keys to clarity, you'll see the, in the box there to just put your information in there. And um, I encourage you to go to my website as well, and you can get a free report there, which is, to, which is um, the five biggest business killer mistakes that biz, uh, business owners make um, and how to avoid them. So that's at keystoclarity.com. I really encourage you to go there. It will help you to avoid costly mistakes that most business owners make in the first few years of business so you can create a shining success with the path of least resistance and not end up going back to a J-O-B. Whew. Okay, so I'm excited about today. It's going to be an awesome show. Lots of information to share with you. Um, I encourage you to um, ask questions during the show, and if you do want to ask a question, please, um, uh, if you're in the chat room um, and you're uh, registered with Blog Talk Radio, you'll be able to interact in the chat room and um, put your questions in there, um, or you can call in, and um, if you're on the line, um, the number is 347-945-6963. That's 347-945-6963. Just press 1 on your keypad if you have a question that you'd like to ask during the um, conversation today. Or if you have a comment or want to contribute in some way, I welcome you to do that. Um, so today is all about uh, a strong start in your practice for 2011. So a lot of you out there are conscious business owners. You have a practice you're building, whether you're a holistic practitioner or a coach or in some area of uh, healing and transformation in your business. And I really, you know, it's my mission to make sure that you are supported and have all the information you need to build a successful practice um, so that you can live prosperously and you can help more people at the same time. So um, today we're going to be talking about all the things that we want to put in place to make sure that you are able to accomplish great things and great results in 2011. And the trick is to uh, make sure that certain pieces are in place. This show is all about laying the foundation for your business growth in 2011. And I'm going to be sharing with you key steps to take um, with, with regards to preparing for a strong start in your business today. Uh, you'll get a chance during the show to um, take the temperature of your business. So, you know, with all the pieces that I'm going to be talking about, ask yourself during the show, you know, whether um, you're doing this in your uh, business. And, and with each key piece, measure that um, between 1 and 10. 
So it can really give you a sense of how well you're doing in that area and whether this is working for you or not. Um, and I'll be talking about probably, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five key pieces today. So there are going to be five areas that you can measure to um, decide whether things are working well and what it is that you can change and do differently um, in your business this year. Very exciting. So I'd love to hear your measurements. Um, you could probably then measure um, out of the five measurements, give, take an average, um, and let us know what your average is. So put that in the chat room. And um, you can also, um, you know, if you want to connect with me on Facebook afterwards, and tell me, you know, what your what your measurement was. I'd love to connect with you there, and we can we can interact on a one to one basis too. Okay, so I really want to encourage you, you know, to ask questions during the show, and um, you know, to um, you know, really uh, feel free to to connect with me. Any no question is uh, a silly question, um, you know, because someone out there is going to want to know the same thing that you want to know. Um, so whether it's a big question or a small question, I'll do my best to answer it. And if I can't answer it, I'll make sure that you um, you have some way of following up on that question beyond the show. I hope that sounds fair to you. So let's get started. So. What is the first thing that we need to do um, when it comes to um, you know, creating a, a solid foundation for everything that we do in our business? Well, most of you will probably be, have a sense of a connection around this piece already um, because many of you are passionate about what it is that you do. Um, but the, the key here is to understand what the bigger picture is that you're going for. It's not enough to be able to have goals in place um, you know, that you're going for, and we'll, we'll touch on that in a moment. But it really is about being connected you know, with your soul to what it is that you're doing, the why of what you're doing everything for. Um, you know, once we get clear on that, we can then set our goals in a way that really supports the intention of why we're on the, on the planet, you know, what we're doing in our business, and... Um, go from there. So I really want to encourage you at this point to um, make a note, you know, if you aren't clear on this, and it's okay not to be because I believe this is an area that we can all um, be evolving in. Um, you know, my bigger picture, my vision is always evolving and changing. Um, but the main core of it is there, and that is to really, you know, I am here to make sure that healers and people in the field of transformation get their message out there in a powerful way and do it in a in a successful way. Um, you know, it's all about helping people and healing people in this world, making the world a better place. So, you know, that's my vision, and there's much more to my vision. There are pieces to my vision as well. So, it's about opening a healing center in the Turks and Caicos. It's about um, it's about um, reaching a million people by, um, you know, 2015. Um, it's uh, about um, having um, 10 group coaching uh, um, groups going at the same time. It's about, you know, there's just so many pieces to my vision. So you're getting a sense of what that looks like already, and perhaps you can really get a sense now for yourself as to what that might look like for you. Um, so I, I would, I would love to hear if you have a vision and you are getting excited about it and want to share that with us. You know, press one on your keypad and let us know what it is that you're going for this year. It just gives us a sense of what what's possible. So that is um, the fact. That's the first piece: creating your vision and. Um, so there's a, a second piece to, to the first piece, and that is goals. Now, we're all familiar with goals, aren't we? Um, and sometimes that can feel a little bit, uh, um, gosh, you know, same old, same old. Um, everyone talks about goals. But let's not underestimate the value of goals. Um, it really is about setting clear intentions about where it is that we're going and what it is that we're going to be doing. 
when we have clear intentions, we can then place attention to those intentions. And that's where the action starts to happen. That's where flow starts to happen. And you start to see results. Um, you know, if you are looking at it from the place of, you know, what the universe responds to, you know, what we are giving out vibrationally, if we're not clear on what it is that we're going for, then the universe is not clear either. And so um, it feels like we're wading through mud, that we're pushing. Um, so I want you to think very carefully about that. What is it that you're vibrationally putting out there? Um, and think about the goals that you're going for. So now that you are, have a sense of your vision um, or are going to start working on your vision, you can then say, okay, what is it that I'm going for in 2011? Or whenever it is that you're listening to this call. So I recommend that you think about what are the top three things that you're going for in 2011? What are the top three things that you're going for in 2011? And um, think about what those are. And if you want to share with us, you're very welcome to. I'd love to hear what your goals are for 2011. Or, you know, if, even if it, even if you're um, looking at just three months out, that is something powerful too. But we're looking at 2011 at the moment. So think about the, the, the top three things that you want to accomplish in 2011. One of them for me is um, all about um, collaboration. I'm, I'm all about partnership this year. So um, everything that I'm doing, uh, or mostly everything that I'm doing, is going to be to, you know, in, in alignment with that particular intention. Um, so I'm going to break that up into pieces. And so I want you to think about those top three goals. They might be very big goals, and they might feel a little overwhelming right now. And so the next part to... Um, understanding what your three goals are is really to um, break those goals down. Now, I just want to back up here a little bit. Um, if you're looking at goals that have a, a monetary value, say, for example, you say, I want to earn 100K in my business in, to, in 2011, I want you to look beyond that number. I think it's great to have a number because it really gives you a sense of of um, something that you're going for, something tangible. Um, but I want you to look beyond that. Why are you going for um, 100K? What is 100K going to buy you? What is 100K going to do for you in your business? So it's really important to know the whys of what we're going for. They keep us in flow. They keep us inspired. They keep us driving towards what it is that we really want in our businesses. So think about that. We want to stay in inspiration. We want to stay in joy with what it is that we're doing. And we want to vibrationally put it out there um, in a way that feels good. So there's emotion that, that is attached to the whys. There's no real emotion attached to something like just dating 100K. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So... Goals. What else do we need to know about goals before we move on from this particular um, part of laying our solid foundation? This is part B of, of one, I would say. This, the first key point, we talked about vision and we talked about goals. We're talking about goals now. So one of the things you want to make sure that when you're creating your goals is that you have something that feels doable. And they, again, I did meet, mention earlier that if that goal feels overwhelming and big, start breaking it down into smaller bite-sized chunks. It feels a lot easier when we're able to do it that way um, and more doable. Make sure your goals feel tangible and that you can measure those goals. Um, again, it gives us something to work towards. The other part to this as well is to be very careful about the language that you're using when it comes to creating goals. So um, just for example, I know so many people have this, um, this goal of losing weight in the new year, <laughs> me being one of them. <laughs> um, 
but uh, we want to be just be careful about the language that we use when um, we are creating a goal. So um, what happens is there are studies that have been done where it, it, it talks about how our mind attaches to certain words in a sentence. So when we say, for example, I want to, um, I'm going to lose weight, it immediately um, negates the word losing or any negative word in the sentence like not um, uh, lose anything like that, and it focuses on the noun in the in the in the phrase. So my brain is going to focus on weight. <laughs> which isn't very helpful because I want to lose the weight. I don't want to gain the weight. So I'm, you know, so you want to really phrase that in a way that's going to be more powerful um, and uh, more productive. So instead, I'm going to turn it into something else, which is something like um, I'm going to have a healthy and svelte figure, or I'm I'm going to I'm going for a, um, a nutritional and balanced lifestyle. Sounds much more um, um, exciting as well. You know, the the idea of of saying I want to lose weight is not particularly empowering to me. Um, so uh, we want to word what it is that we're doing in a certain way. Make sure that it's worded in an inspiring way, in an empowering way. Um, take out all the words like must, have to, should. Um, when we use the word should, often we're doing it for other people and not for ourselves. So just ask yourself that question. You know, who are you actually doing this for? So let's get back to goals for business. So we want to be clear about um, the goals that we want for our business. And again, it really applies to this as well, that um, it's all about how you word those goals that makes it feel empowering and, ins and inspiring. So... You know, let's use an example. Um, and again, if someone wants to share, you know, their goal with us, you know, press one on your keypad, call in on seven three two three nine one two six seven five, and let's see if you've set up that particular goal in an empowering way. Um, and we would love to hear it. Um, so just press one on your keypad if you'd like to do that, um, or you can share it in the chat room. We're very welcome to do that too. So an example of an empowering um, goal, let's say um, for my business. Um, for my business, I'm going to use the example of two group coaching programs running simultaneously by the end of the year. Um, so um, that's my goal to have that in place by the end of the year. It's fairly, uh, it's tangible. I understand what it is that I'm going for. It's it's measurable, I said too. Um, also measure, measurable is also about when you're doing it by. So I want to do it by the end of 2011. Um, and, you know, then you can start to chunk it down. So I want to have my first group coaching program uh, that will start in, in March, beginning of March, and the second one will, will be in in autumn or fall, as as the Americans, the North Americans say. So, um, and then once the two have um, have started um, running smoothly, um, then we'll start to look at having two simultaneously, which I'll do at the beginning of next year. Um, so I think really, let's clarify that I will run two separate group coaching programs by the end of this year, that they will have completed by the end of this year. Um, so I have run group co coaching programs before, but um, I'm going to do it in a very powerful way this year. Um, so I'm getting clear on what it is that I'm doing. I'm, I'm looking at how many people I want to put in my group coaching programs. I want to look at the focus of the group coaching programs. I want to look at how I'm going to fill those group coaching programs. What does it mean um, you know, to when I say that I'm I'm creating these group coaching programs. So really get into the nitty gritty as much detail as possible with it with your goal. And um, you know, what it is that you're gonna do to accomplish those goals. So you can really break it down and then 
uh, put it into those bite-sized chunks and spread it out over time so that you're making sure you're covering all the things you need to do to reach those goals. So I think I've said enough there about goals. If anyone has anything to share, feel free to um, share with us. Again, uh, press 1 in your key. But I, I see so many of you listening. So do feel free to, to call in or, or uh, chat in the chat room and share your thoughts. Um, and if you want any support when it comes to creating a very powerful goal for yourself or even get a sense of what your vision is, you know, feel free to, um, to, to share that with us. Okay, so we talked about the first key piece that we want to put in place. So we, our, our business has a runway to, to, um, to follow. I always seem to use these airplane analogies. But <laughs> um, so we're, we're building the runway, so to speak. We're, we're, we're greasing the tracks um, for our business to be powerful um, and to know what, we're, what it is that we're going for. If we don't know what we're going for, um, I promise you, it will just amount to struggle. Um, so we really want to create that flow and ease when it is um, when we're creating the results that we want in our businesses. So men know what it is that you're going for. Understand your vision and understand your goals. Okay. So the next piece is to talk about something which I think is really important. And I think, uh, you know, many of us do, um, you know, sometimes let this slide. But it's about having organization and structure in our businesses. Um, so it's really having certain systems in place um, that make things easy for us to accomplish. Um, you know, often we get to a point in our business where, we feel like we're wearing so many different hats and we're doing so many different things. We want to make sure that everything that we do, if we're doing them ourselves, is done with ease and grace. So when I say systems, um, I'm talking about things like, um, for example, your calendar. Set your calendar up um, a way that really works for you. Um, and when your business grows and you start to get um, clients coming from different avenues, you know, different avenues uh, that you've explored and created, you might find that you have multiple calendars um, where people are, are signing up for your services. So you want to make sure that they are all, um, you know, coming into one calendar and are, are um, um, really you know, helping you to really understand what it is that your day, what your day looks like, and how to how to manage that. Um, at the moment, I'm having the challenge of of um, um, aligning my time driver calendars with. I have two of them with my um, my Outlook calendar and setting my Outlook calendar up in a way that really works for me. So that is a very powerful and and it sounds like such a you know boring thing to be doing, but I promise you it really helps, And especially when you're out on the road or you're out somewhere and someone wants to set up an appointment with you. It really helps to have something, a calendar that's online that you can access through your phone or through an iPad or laptop that you might have with you. Uh, we don't always have, um, you know, the technological um, pieces with us, like for example a laptop. So, you know, having a, a an iPhone or or a phone that is a smartphone that you can access your calendar on to set up the interview or the the appointment straight away is really important to 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 have. You know, if you say I'll call you, you know, when I get back to my office or you know, you're losing um that inspiration and that motivation of time, you know, when you when you um have that time lapse between. So that's just an example of your calendar. The second is um, having, your, um, having an email system put in place. Now, this is a mistake I made right at the beginning of my business. I never put a calendar, uh, sorry, an email system in place for my, um, my followers. I did a lot of marketing and a lot of great, uh, a lot of great marketing, a lot of wonderful followers but I had no way to communicate with them properly. Um, it's not enough to have an email list in your regular email. You want to have 
a system that is going to be um, a way to keep in touch with your um, your followers, the people who really you know value your expertise. So have an email system set up and look at the longevity of what it is that you're doing with your email system. So um, I'm talking about your business growing in a, in a certain way. So for example, if you have a business and you want to grow your email list, the people who subscribe to your email list um, that you're keeping in touch with, um, to say 5,000 people, um, you want to think about the kind of email list or provider that you're going to be signing up with. So there are a number of those out there. I'll just share them with you quickly so that you can make a note of those. Um, there are things like constant contact. A lot of you will be familiar with that. And a lot of people do start out on constant contact. And you know, to be honest with you, um, if I had had the patience um, in the beginning, I probably would have started out on constant contact. But because I was too impatient and wanted the bigger um, system first, um, which really got me stopped because I didn't know how to do it myself. Um, you know that I would say go with something that is manageable for you um, at the, the the start of your business, or if you're in your business, have only been in your business for a year or two. So something like constant contact is a great place to start. If you are um, a couple of years down the line in your business, there are things like One Shopping Cart, and that's the one that I use, which is fabulous, um, and Aweber. That's also a very popular one, um, which allow you to communicate um, with different autoresponder buckets. Um, what I mean by that is you have different lists um, on your in your email list of people who subscribe for different things, um, and you can either send out an email to all of them or you can send out emails to separate ones and um, you can create some drip marketing uh, when it comes to um, having email autoresponders set up. So what that means is, for example, if someone signs up on your website and um, you send them the welcome email and then you, you've um, perhaps encourage them to sign up because you have a seven seven uh, video series to share with them about a particular topic of expertise that you um, you share. Um, you can send out that each video, you know, every day for the next seven days, or every um, every week for the next seven weeks. So you can create those kind of things with a really good. Um, email responder, autoresponder system. Um, I'm not sure that you can go to those links with um, something like Constant Contact, but certainly you can do that with uh, One Shopping Cart and Aweber. One Shopping Cart uh, is great as well because um, you can do um, things like affiliate systems and sell products and services through One Shopping Cart. It's almost like a one-stop shop. Um, and that's why I really like it. But I must also add here that um, I didn't uh, get started with that for a while because I needed to actually um, farm out that work to a, a virtual assistant. Um, and you'll get to a certain point in your business where you know you can only do so much. And um, you know, so you know, get clear on what it is that you're willing to do yourself and what it is that you want someone else to do. And it all depends, of course, at what stage of your business you're at. Um, so I got to a point where I knew that I needed to get my one shopping cart set up. It didn't feel familiar to me. It didn't feel easy to use. I needed someone who had expertise in that. And so now I have two VAs who are very comfortable with one shopping cart and know all the ins and outs of it. So, you know, the the um, the email system is really important. There are so many parts to that, and um, you really want to have an option box on your website that will lead into your email system to start building your email list. If you're new in your business or you have been in your business for a couple of years and you don't have that, that is one serious, serious um, uh, uh, piece um, that could really stop you from growing in your business. Um, your email list is the, is the place you know the the place where people have 
you know, really connected with you. Um, you know, they they've been attracted to you um, because of something that you shared out in the world or on your blog or on your website. And so they want to really now know what it is that you have to offer them. So have a place for them to sign up so that you can share with this captive audience now all your offers and services as well as valuable information. Okay, so that's um, your email system, which is part of the point I'm making about organization and structure. So that's another system that you want to have in place. I know we've got, I've got tons to cover here today, folks. So, you know, if you miss some of this and, and I'm talking fast, I apologize, but I, I'm going to give you a lot of information today. And you can go back and listen to the recording if you want to. Um, I, yeah, yeah, so I, I recommend that you do that if you do miss something. Um, so, the next part is underneath. Um, the second point, which is organization and structure, I've talked about your email system and your calendar as systems in place. Um, it might be that you're ready to say, okay, I need an accountant or a bookkeeper. I need someone who can manage my website. You know, it's getting too much for me. Um, you, you know, it's about having people who are going to support you in your business, building that dream team um, while you do the things that you love to do. Often what happens is we can get really stuck and overwhelmed when we're trying to do all these different things in our businesses and we start to lose the inspiration of what we're doing and why we're doing it. So just be careful and, and notice you know, when that, if, that, if that starts to happen. The other two pieces under organization and structure is make sure that your environment really supports you and, and, uh, with what you're doing. So if you have an office, um, or even a space in your home or in a, um, in a practice outside of your home, um, make sure that it's set up to really support you in, in, in your day-to-day your -day activities in your business. Remember, we are spending maybe 8 to 10 hours a day in our businesses, and so you really want to be um, in an environment that feels good. You know, the energy of our environment uh, you know, it, it's important to have great energy in our, our environment. You know, part of my challenge this last year has been that my office is not set up properly. Um, and so I'm, I actually have an organizer at the moment who's helping me set it up um, with systems, you know, physical systems in place, um, clearing out all the clutter, um, energetically making it just feel good with plants and, you know, with blinds and, um, repainting the, the you know how my my desk is set up, so that's all happening for me at the moment. So you really want to pay attention to how you want to uh, design and create the environment that you're working in, so that you feel good about being in there. My my office became a bit of a dumping ground. It's, it's part of my my home, and that um, it wasn't given the respect that it needed to be given. And that reflects in everything. It will reflect in your business too. So declutter and get rid of everything that you don't need in your office. Clear, clear your office and you'll have a clear mind to do what it is that you need to do in your business. The third piece to organization and structure is scheduling. Ooh, scheduling. So many of you might be thinking... <laughs> So scheduling is an interesting one, and you know what? It comes up time and time again with my clients. Um, if we don't give, again, it's creating the intention and then giving attention to the intention that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, so when we actually set time aside to do certain things, when we actually have a calendar that we fill with things to do, we actually have some structure around what it is that we're going for. Now, a lot of a lot of you, and me included, at you know up to a certain point, uh, felt very hemmed in by the idea of having, a, a, you know, a scheduled day, a scheduled week. Um, you know, for those free spirits out there, <laughs> it can feel a little daunting. 
or a little overwhelming. I'm sure there are lots of you out there who are using that system very well and it's working really well for you. But what I want to reassure those people out there who feel that sense of, ooh, you know, um, scheduling is, is something that doesn't really appeal to me, I want to encourage you to know that actually when you set your day up a certain way and you create the space for things, the space for your um, to work on your business, um, you know, rather than in your business with your clients, you really start to get things done. You start to see results and you start to create freedom for yourself. And I think the freedom comes in knowing that those things are getting done um, and that there's a space created for those things. So I talked about a moment ago about working on your business and it's versus working in your business. Someone said that to me once and it really struck me um, how powerful that was. You know, a lot of the time we're working in our businesses, you know, doing all the day-to-day stuff, um, all the detail-orientated stuff in our businesses and we don't give our businesses a chance to grow properly because we're kind of in that firefighting mode. Um, so it's really important to set that time aside um, in your schedule to work on your business. And that means you know, understanding what strategies you're going to be um, taking to um, move your business forward in a powerful way. Um, it might be about collaboration. It might be about meeting people, partners, um, talking at, you know, looking at uh, different things that you're going to be, projects that you're going to be working on. Um, so set that time aside in your business beyond the working in your business. That is the working with your clients and doing the day-to-day detailed stuff. It kind of takes you out of that space of being in your head and stepping back and really focusing on important things but not urgent things. Important things are the things that can wait. But if they wait for too long, you find that they don't get done at all. And then we feel stuck. So um, I really encourage you to set time aside in your schedule to work on your business. How I set my schedule up is, and this is just a very basic understanding, is um, you know I work with my clients Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And on Mondays and Fridays, I work on my business. So Mondays is working on the marketing aspects of my business working with my radio show, talking to potential guests, um, meeting people who are collaborators or partners in projects, looking at different projects, doing the emails, you know, the the email, the copywriting for different projects. That's what Monday entails. And then Friday is the time that I spend um, talking to prospective clients um, Friday is a great day to do that, actually, because it's when people feel most relaxed um, and you know feel inspired and excited about life. <laughs> Mondays is never a good day to be talking to prospective clients. So I set my my mornings aside on a Friday um, to to do that, and um, it works very well. And then on Friday afternoons, I normally have lunch with a particular colleague or peer in my business. And um, again, it's about building relationships. So, you know, you could set your your week up to look anything the way you want it to look, um, and you know, build in those important pieces that you want to be working on in your business. Okay, let's move on to to step three. We've covered step one, which is about the vision and the goals. Step two is about organization and structure. And we talked about decluttering. Um, we talked about systems, your email system, your calendar, about scheduling. And now we're going to go on to step three, which is about key marketing strategies. Um, so we want to make sure that we have, let's see, um, I would say three marketing strategies um, that you're using in your business. And you can choose any any of those that work best for you. The one marketing strategy is your keep in touch strategy. So it's a more it's a milder version of, of marketing. It's the 
It's the um, keeping in touch with your email list. It's it's providing value and making them know that that you are there and that you're thinking about them and that they're that you have great things to offer. Um, and then the other two marketing strategies are going to be proactive strategies that, um, where you're constantly reaching out to um, pull more people onto your email list. So let, let me just uh, back up here a little bit and talk about the different types of marketing strategies. So I'm just going to be brief here because we, we have a, you know, a limit of time, um, but at least this will give you a sense of what's possible. So a keep in touch strategy would be, for example, like having a newsletter. Um, and a newsletter might seem a little, little old hat, but trust me, it's probably one, you know, there have been studies that it's probably one of the most effective ways of keeping in touch with your, your email list, the people who have signed up to work um, to, to hear more from you. Um, now, I actually don't have a newsletter, and it's something that I'm going to be implementing in my business this year. So that's one of my goals. Um, I do have a, a keep in touch strategy that works well for me, and that is... Um, the updates I send weekly to my email list, which are um, you know, to tell you about the radio show. And often I'll put a personal message in there as well. And it's just a way for people to know, you know that I'm constantly offering value to my list. Okay, so that is your first one. It's a more um, sedentary way of, of marketing. Um, but it's a very important one. So the other two marketing strategies are more about how you're driving people to your website. And um, there are a number of ways that one can do this. Um, through networking, it could be in-person networking, going to different uh, networking groups. It could be um, speaking. Um, and being proactive about speaking, so speaking at different for different groups, it could be speaking, uh, virtual speaking, say for example, for um, uh, on radio shows, for example, or it could be for people's mastermind groups. It could be teleseminars. Um, there, there's just numerous ways that we can uh, market our services and what it is that we do and our expertise that helps us to gain gain credibility in our, in, in our business and attract clients to us. Um, another big one is social networking, so social media. And um, you know, choosing something from there, I think it's a very a powerful way to um, connect with people because there's an interactive piece to that. A lot of the, um, the email marketing that we do is very one-sided. So, you know, I, I highly recommend it. A lot of you out there know that I'm a big um, fan of Facebook. <laughs> Excuse the pun. And, um, you know, so I spend a lot of time on Facebook. There's Twitter, there's LinkedIn, um, there's Plaxo. There are a number of uh, social media sites out there, and I would actually include Block Talk Radio as one of those as well. So you can see that a couple of my marketing strategies uh, active marketing strategies are Blog Talk Radio and Facebook. So those are my key strategies um, in, in my marketing. So I shared some powerful stuff with you there. So there are lots of choices, and my, as I said before at the beginning of this point, um, when it comes to marketing strategies, just make sure that you choose one um, strategy that is about maintaining um, and um, making offers and adding value, which is, for example, like the newsletter. And um, I recommend not really doing more than two proactive uh, marketing strategies, just because it's it, it's a it's a lot of time, and you don't want to spread yourself too thinly. You want to do what you're doing well. I hope that makes sense. You know, we we really often can um, you know spread ourselves too thinly. And, um, you know, so being really focused with what it is that we're choosing to do is uh, really important. 
it really frees us up to focus on the other pieces of our business and doing what it is that we love to do and um, you know, doing what we do in a very focused way. That produces results. It's quality over quantity. Okay. So I encourage you to choose very carefully. Um, you know, ask, your, ask yourself, you know, sit quietly for a moment and just get clear of, of what is an intuitive fit for you when you look at these different pieces to your business. You know, often your inner guidance will really tell you what it is that um, you need to know. Okay, so that covers the third step, which is marketing strategies. The fourth piece is following up. Boy, is this huge. And, I, you know, I had the, the benefit of um, working in what really is a, a very much a sales-orientated role in my previous life, <laughs> which was working as a recruitment consultant in London. And... Um, the success of any business um, hinges a lot on your follow-up um, uh, strategies and making sure that you're following up with people. Um, it's one thing to be marketing like crazy in your business, but if you're not following up with the people who you're connecting with, a lot of it's, it's almost like you're running, but running in the same place. That you, you know, <laughs> you're running in one spot. <laughs> I wonder if uh, some of you can relate to that. So, um, you know, make make uh, all the hard work that you're doing worthwhile for yourself. Um, you know, really uh, make set that as a priority in your business um, to follow up with old clients, with people who have connected with you in the past who might have been interested in your services. Call them. Um, you know, the, the people would be amazed at how important it is to lift up the phone, to pick up the phone and call someone who, um, you know, is interested in what it is that you have to offer. There are a lot of us out there, I think, who are scared of the phone, that it's easier to send out an email or to, you know, do the social media piece. But I promise you, people really value it when you pick up the phone and leave a message, even if it's just on my voicemail, um, or talk to them. Um, to find out how it is, how they're doing, and you know what the challenges are that they're dealing with. So I really want to encourage you to take that step to, you know, ask yourself, you know, who do I want to follow up with? Who are what I would call in marketing speak the warm, my warm leads, the people who know me already, who understand what it is I have, what I have to offer, and you know who are going to be really appreciative of me um, calling them and, and um, expressing an interest um, in, in what, it is, what it is that I'm doing. I can't emphasize how important that is. Um, and you'll see an amazing um, change in your business if you're not doing that. I promise you, you will. So, um, yeah. Follow-up is really important, and even from an email perspective, you know, follow up with your clients. Make sure that you're responding to them when they, you know, ask you questions. You know, when, uh, you know, even your current clients. It's really important that um, the follow-up is, uh, is, you know, that you pay attention to to following up. It's key in our business. You know, if we want to be great in our business. Um, Paying attention to the people we're connected with, um, with their needs, is really important. Um, okay, I'm I'm doing a lot of ums today. I'm sorry about that, but hey, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> All right, and you can use your um, email autoresponder system as a follow-up um, uh, strategy as well. So, for example. If someone um, signs up on your email list, you can follow up with a thank you note, which is automatically in your system. Um, so you don't have to, you know, every single time someone signs up on your email list, you know, think, oh, I have to send an email out to them and to, to connect with them. You already have done that because your, your system is supporting you in doing that. Okay. So we're getting towards the end of the show. 
and I'm going to share with you the fifth step. And um, just before I do that, I know a lot of you are, are really champing at the bit with the information that I'm sharing with you today. And, um, you know, a lot of you are also probably finding that there are different challenges that are coming up, different obstacles that are coming up. We all know that we we all deal with obstacles and challenges and um, or might want guidance and resources on these different pieces. So I want to encourage you to... Um, well, first of all, also, you know, to, to remind you that it's important to make sure that you have support in your business. Um, you know, for me as a coach, I have my own coach. I'm in a mastermind group. I have buddy coaches who I connect with all the time. I want to just encourage you to make sure that you have someone who's supporting you. In fact, you could you could probably add that to the steps. Um, so I, I really want to emphasize this this point. You know, a lot of the time with businesses that we're running, it can be an isolating experience. And when you connect with people um, who are supporting you in your business, you suddenly realize how valuable that is. It's like a breath of fresh air. It feels like you can just kind of breathe. So I want to support you in that. And, and on that note, I want to encourage you, if you are thinking of hiring a coach, to call me. And if you if you want to hire a coach and it's not necessarily going to be me, think of someone who you really connect with that you feel is going to support you in your business. So um, if you do want to, you know, really get a sense of how well you're doing in your business or what the challenges are and how you might be able to uh, resolve them and create that solid um, focus and strat- the strategies in your business in a, in a powerful way, I encourage you to um, email me, and you can email me on louise at keystoclarity.com. That's louise at keystoclarity.com. And we can can set up a complimentary coaching consultation, which will allow us to, you know, um, go through, you know, what's working well for you in your business and, and what might not be, and decide whether coaching is the right step for you. I am also going to be setting up, as I mentioned earlier in one of my goals, that um, I'm going to be setting up a, a, a group coaching program which will start at the beginning of March and that really is only a month and a half away. So um, if you are wanting to get the support but feel that the expense of, of working one-on-one with a coach is going to be too much, then group coaching is a fabulous way to do that. So again, email me if you're interested in, in the group coaching and I'll make sure you're updated with that information at louise at keystoclarity.com. So let's get on to the last um, step, which I think is a very key step too. Uh, I see that we have um, someone who wants to ask a quick question. So I'm going to let them on, and then I'm going to share the last step with you. Okay. Welcome. Um, Caller from uh, area code 908. You're on the air. Hello, area code 908, you're on the air. Okay. I'm just going to mute them again. They were obviously wanting to ask a question <laughs> and uh, have been hanging out for, for a while and, and didn't realize that I had called upon them. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So anyway, um, hopefully they'll get their questions answered or they can email me again at louise at keystoclarity.com. I encourage you to do that. Any questions that you might have. All right, so the last step that we have is your spiritual practice. I'm sure many of you out there have a spiritual practice in place already. And you might be thinking, well, why is a spiritual practice necessary to have um, a successful business, you know, why is this going to be part of my powerful foundation to create, you know, impactful results in my business? And this, you know, this is my understanding of it. Um, it's very easy for us to get overwhelmed with all the things that we're doing in our businesses, to get sucked into the day-to-day detail, um, and get into that busy mode. And we want to create the space 
for ourselves to kind of pull back from that and to reconnect with ourselves, reconnect with our our soul, our spirit, and our inner guides, our inner guidance, whatever it is that you feel um, serves you from that spiritual place. So make sure that you are putting the time aside in your business to be still, um, to create that presence. Because we really can get caught up in things and feel like things are spinning out of control very easily. I, I see this happening all the time with, with solopreneurs out there. And it might be a simple practice, just going for a walk, you know, um, in the woods or on the beach or wherever it is that you are, you know, choosing a place in nature which you love and going for a walk in, in that area. You know, when we connect with nature, that is that is the spirit, that is that is the universe. The the um nature is such a powerful um connector to to that. So please take the time to do that or even to do something like meditation. Uh, meditation is a very powerful way to um create that space for yourself as well. So I really encourage you to do that. Um, and it doesn't have to be that you're doing all of these things. It can be just that you're doing at least one thing and perhaps to do it once a day. You decide what is going to work best for you. Just make sure that you're giving yourself the space and the stillness to um, to create that reconnection with yourself. Because... The power of what we're doing comes from inside. It doesn't come from the outside. We so often operate from outer to inner, and really the power comes from inner to outer. So I hope that makes sense to you. Um, so that that's the, the the sixth step, seeing as we put in that fifth step of getting support in your business. The sixth step is sp- the spiritual practice. Um, so I really encourage you to make sure that you're creating that space for yourself in your life to support what you're doing in your business and in the world. So those are the, those are the steps. There's six steps. I'm going to go through those quickly again just to remind you. Um, the first is the, the bigger picture, um, and that incorporates goals. So it's having a vision, knowing what it is that you're going for, and then getting um, clear about the, the goals that you're going for. The second is organization and structure, looking at systems, decluttering your environment, scheduling. The third is your key marketing strategies, having a marketing strategy that is a keep-in-touch strategy and two proactive strategies that will get you out there and reaching your clients, your potential clients. We talked about a newsletter, your email system, all of those things. And if you've missed some of this, go back and listen to the archive. You'll you'll pick up what you missed out um, uh, earlier. The fourth um, step is your follow your following up. That is key. It really is key, and it's something that a lot of people drop the ball on in their businesses. We we can spend so much time generating leads and getting. And getting connected with people and then not following up with that. Okay, so the fifth step that I put in at the end is getting support in your business, making sure you're not doing it alone, making sure that you're getting the expertise that you need, the resources that you need. So, and then the sixth step, which I've just covered now, is your spiritual practice. Make sure that you create the space to step back from your business. And, I, and this is something else I didn't add before, a little gem, that the, your best work, the, the, the downloads you get from the universe or from you know, God or spirit, those are the things that come in the, in the space of creating that presence, that, that being present in your life. Um, when you're in the busyness, those magical moments don't happen, or very rarely so that's it for now. Um, again, I encourage you if you want to um, in, in, inquire about, um, you know, taking the temperature of your business with me um, in a complimentary consultation, you can email me at louise at keys dot com, 
or if you're interested in inquiring about group coaching, that information will be up soon. Um, but in the meanwhile, you can also email me at louise at keysoclarity.com. And um, if you have any questions about what I've talked about today, again, feel free to, to um, email me on that same email address, louise at keysoclarity.com. All right. I hope you have had an awesome start to the new year and that it will continue to be a prosperous and shining success for you in 2011. All right, take care, everyone, and we'll talk next week. See you on at 3 p.m. Eastern, same day, Wednesday, every week on KCC Radio. To your shining success. Goodbye, everyone.